IRL job. Gotcha. <laughs> well, welcome to the welcome to the Daily Buzz. Woo! from you i don't have much to contribute today in terms of metaverse news since i haven't been in the metaverse for a whole 24 hours oh my god how how are you able to do it is the question i don't know crazy crazy (laughs) but i'm here for you yeah i appreciate it yeah it's uh this again crazy news i live in california also southern california and let me tell you there's like flooding like crazy around here uh all all sorts of places are getting flooded out and it's uh Never expected to see a lot of this stuff. So it's uh, it's a little weird. You know, a lot of people are getting flooded that you just would never have expected. And uh, Are y'all still getting rain right now? Oh, yeah. We have a flood warning until 8 p.m. tonight. So it's, uh, it's definitely kind of crazy. I never expected there to be flooding where I live. Like, it just didn't pop up for some reason. This is the only time in, like, 18 years since I've lived out here, so crazy crip king what's up man tell me what you got how you been like i'm good man i'm good yeah no just uh staying busy a lot of news around the space uh give us the give us the 411 of like i saw you were in a space yeah. earlier what were you guys talking about yeah, what was the news a, in there yeah tons of stuff you know you got the game of thrones uh pre-sale that's coming out i didn't touch on this over there but uh the edward uh edward snowden pentagon papers nft to be auctioned on the pleaser dow that's coming uh, pretty soon. A uh, couple other things. Uh, uh, Gala soared 100. Gala Gaming soared 140 percent. Whoa! Uh, due to the NFT coin. Uh, yeah. So a lot of good news around the space. Definitely a lot of good news. You know, and you can keep on coming with it. Then uh, on a on a negative news, Mark Cuban. He's going to be deposed for promoting bank uh, crypto lender Voyage. That's going to oh Voyager. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, it says uh, he'll be deposed in court next month as part of an ongoing lawsuit against him by disgruntled customers, uh, crypto lender Voyager. <clears throat> yeah, they. You know what the interesting part is about that? Everybody goes and tries to sue billionaires. Like they do it. I, I'm. Uh, they do it all the time. And yeah, just, exactly. And yeah. it, it's a good. It's a good time for you know. Hopefully, he steps up and gives like you know kind of the. This is the reason why we need you know this because like you know they look at these things. And they try to use them as examples, but it's actually like more deeper use cases why we actually need these things, you know? Yeah, I don't, I honestly don't know too much about that stuff. Um, I like to read like good news and like, you know what I mean? Dwell on the good stuff because this stuff is like everybody can report the bad news. And, and yeah, the bad news sells a little bit more. The bad news gets more attention. The bad news this and the bad news that. Well, I'm all about the good news. Like what's going on in the real world or in the NFT space, the Web3 space. I'm interested in that stuff. So, well, they have the other one, uh, the DigiVillains. They're going to do the uh, Super Bowl ad. uh, And then the captains, those came out and those struck to now their 5 ETH floor. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we saw the ghost drop, which was through Manifold. That thing hit $1 million. So, like, it's a lot of good news going around the space right now. I think 10 days in, it's a lot of positivity. And that's my thing. I'm trying to, like you said, I'm trying to stay positive. You know, 10 days in, let's stay on a good upward swing, you know? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. This stuff is, uh, there's enough bad news in the world where you don't really need too much bad, you know, stack bad news on top of bad news. We got enough of it already, so... That's what's up. So what else, what other, what other good news? So the, the NFT market is pumping right now with a couple of crazy projects, which is cool. The question is like, how are people hearing about these projects? Where are they hearing about it? 
You know what I mean? Like where, where's the, like the alpha coming from where, you know what I mean? Like the floors are going to five ETH and how big are these collections? Crypt King? Did you, do you know like how large these collections that have like a five ETH floor are? Are they 10,000? Are they five? Are they one? I'm currently looking at that right now. Let's take a look. The captains, which, uh, the captains are actually down a little bit for in the last 24 hours, but they're, uh, they're 6,770. No, I'm sorry. Uh, 5,000. How many in here? 9,999. They had 6,774 ETH volume and they currently sit at a 5.34 ETH floor. <clears throat> Crazy. Was this a free mint? Like, or what was it? Like who's... Is there I'm somebody behind this? Is it a not? I know this is part of the meme land. So. Oh, uh, okay. That's yeah, different. Yep, yep. No, I know meme land. Ecosystem. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Got it. So do we, so how many were there exactly again? One more time. 9,999. Okay. So they are, there is a, te- basically just a 10 K project. Gotcha. I'm yeah, surprised that that stuff that mints Tato's out. Slash meme land ecosystem. You know, it's hard to believe that stuff is minting out to me. You know what I mean? Like it's really hard to understand where that's coming from. And I, and don't get me wrong. I, I get why like it's a new year. So people are like, okay, now it's time to reinvest, but it's like new projects. Like I just don't get like where this, well, if you look at market's bad, everybody. So the, so the world's burning in a way, like, <laughs> like a recession's coming crazy. And now people are spending like copious amounts of funds. So that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. But if you look at meme land, they're kind of built, right? Like, uh, what is the alpha group for, um, for moonbirds uh they're kind of built uh like that that in a sense because they have like if you go look at their discord it's what 200 some thousand people and then like so you drop a 9999 uh project it's just your uh ecosystem that's literally you know diving into that so i think that's what we're seeing with these projects same thing with um Man, I can't. I'm I'm losing the name of that. Uh, the alpha one for uh the moonbirds. What is the name of the uh one? But it's same thing like them. They drop something. Oddities. All their, yes, all that ecosystem is just going to eat it up if nobody else will. You know. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with that. The oddities, all that stuff. Oh, interesting. I, I just think it's interesting. I haven't uh, I haven't really gone and like minted NFTs in like a while. Like, and I was like super actively minting NFTs back. You know what I mean? Like, I would say five months ago, six months ago. So I was like minting all sorts of stuff. But now, like, I've just taken a step back. You know, and focused on obviously spaces. Focused on the stuff I was focused on in the first place. You know what I mean? I've been doing spaces longer than I, longer than I ever really like was minting NFTs and stuff like that. So for me, it's this is my this is my home of doing content. So, what? Yeah, up? I think you can also agree that like back in the, I hate to say back in the day, but back like you day. know, <laughs> yeah, back in the day, you know, like uh, it, you know, now we just you know with the bots and everything, it's kind of almost like okay to wait till it hits secondary and sees how the dust settles in a sense, you know, like uh, before, you know, we were able to jump in, jump out, you know, like you know, you could buy batch buy and then you know, like. It was just an ease, easier mechanism of movement, whereas now uh, it's so many different things that you're up against, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mariana, what's up? So you were out. You didn't go into the metaverse, not even once. It's crazy. Yeah, like everyone is like asking, like, where am I? <laughs> I just, yeah, I haven't. Well, I logged in yesterday for a photo for like an NFT giveaway um yeah i think as uh so like metaverse fashion week is ramping up 
well, not until March 28th. But like right now in the metaverse, the big talk is how digital brands are going to prepare for that fashion show. So um, the Central Land Spatial Monoverse, they're all working right now together to put together a big fashion show or inter interoperable fashion show. So that's going to be the big biggest development in this in the metaverse spaces. Crazy. Um, big event. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to help with that as well. Wow. Yeah. We got we have a we have a flood so that we have this flood warning going on and it um it's kind of crazy right now but there's like a this is crazy sorry I'm just reading about this right now cuz it just popped up in my timeline Yeah and I saw it it like brought in some sort of like snow flow also like snow there's no snow in california i mean not in california but like i don't know by your yosemite area up into like the nevada idaho area like that that same i don't know what you want to call it the flow thing (laughs) brought in snow so rain for you guys snow for others (laughs) yeah it's crazy it's crazy to see like people's people's places flooding and stuff like that it's definitely crazy to me so I don't know if the I don't know if it has something to do with global warming, but I think it has something to do with global warming, guys. I mean, just you know, take that with a grain of salt if you want. But uh, yeah, good times. So do you guys see the new feature on Twitter Spaces recently? There's you're able to actually do a space and include a community piece to your space. You can actually like add it. I don't think I have access to it yet. I can't add like a community piece to this space right now. I, I'm a part of like. 10 or 12 communities on Twitter space or Twitter. And uh, yeah, you just can't add it. I mean, I'm an admin on like three or four of those and just can't add it yet. So I got to figure that out. I don't know if you guys know how to do that. Do you know how to do that? Crip King or Mariana? No, I don't. I know. I know that like uh, Jen, you know, she has her shows. She, she, I, I was in two of her shows where she had actually did it. So maybe we could reach out to her, but yeah, I saw that and I thought it was pretty a pretty cool thing, but it could be also like one of those pre rollouts where certain get it. Cause I couldn't figure I didn't have the, it looked like I didn't have the access to it yet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what to push or like how to add it, stuff like that. Cause I've been doing spaces so much that it's like, I don't see that feature. I downloaded the you know most recent version, everything like that. So we'll see. We'll see. Do you have a Twitter commute? You, you opened one. Um, I, I've, I've, yeah, I've had one since like 2021. Um, oh, okay. yeah. Cause, yeah. uh, I was going to say, you, uh, see if you can connect those two, you know? Yeah, I've tried. I've already like tried to like, I was doing some tests last night and I was like, how do I launch a space with our Twitter community connected to it? And nothing happened. So I was like, all right, so I guess this isn't going to work for me. And it could be just a phase rollout. Like you said, I think a lot of people got it and then some people didn't get it. And I'm one of those people that didn't get it. Because I haven't put been putting in, you know, 10 hours a day on spaces like I used to. So I'm assuming they just look at my numbers and like, hey, let's give it to the people that have that are still spending like 100 hours a day on spaces. And um, that's not me anymore, guys. Trying to focus on quality over quantity right now. Not just have a 10-hour space and just like, hey, man, what's up? Right, Crip King? Yeah, definitely. Uh, real quick, I just want to touch on this. So I, I, I've read some news right now. It says, uh, while people might not realize, it, Walmart sets a new V-Chain monthly transaction record in, uh, in December. 
Uh, the achievement comes uh, even as VeChain continues to get uh, accommodations for his promotion. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was funny. A lot of people don't realize that uh, Walmart uh, China, it's Walmart China keeps growing. Last uh, December, Walmart crushed their previous uh, record, uh, 1.8 million in one day through VeChain. Wow. VeChain's always been the jam for me too, guys. Like I've, I've seen, I've been... When, when a company like Walmart uses it, regardless of where, it'll eventually, if it works somewhere, they usually do like a test market. And if it works in that test market and, you know, they see some success, they roll it out to smaller markets um, in different areas that, you know, that will, they do another test. You know, usually they do a test market in, you know, an English speaking country, you know, first English, you know, English, definitely first language is English. And it's usually like New Zealand. Uh, to see if something works in the so that it will work in the United States. So we'll see. Like hopefully they can do a test somewhere where we can actually find out about that. Right. Hey, and just FYI, guys, the Los Angeles event's coming up January twenty sixth. So our first event associated with the uh, the Daily Buzz is literally January twenty sixth. So make ready. Game on, and then uh, we're going to start porting this out to least another three cities by february march at the latest and then we're just going to keep expanding so that six months out hopefully we'll be at like 10 or 15 cities and those actively running every single month after that so if you're if there's an event this month in la that means there's going to be another event in la february march april may june july august september october november december so just know Every single month, you'll have a chance to go out, hang out with some uh, folks in the Web3 space, meet, greet. If you, have, you don't have a reason to hang out with each other, you know, this is the reason in, uh, you know, IRL kind of stuff here. So I know a lot of people are like really, really wanting this too. I really think that, uh, I think in real life events is really going to be one of the biggest utilities of 2023 because of how much the pandemic has gone now, where 2021 we were still in the pandemic 2022 half the year people were still you know what i mean like at least half the year people were still like wow we're in a pandemic i don't want to go anywhere and then around august september people started going places um nothing has really changed they just you know i think are they have pandemic fatigue and they just were like screw it i'm going out right so crypt king you got the you now that you're now that you're here what, what's the market looking like in terms of bitcoin all that stuff like i want to know like what do you think bitcoin's going to be at because i've heard it's going back up again. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, uh, Ethereum up 10%, Bitcoin, you know, they've been up. I think that, you know, it's still to me, I'm just like, I just dollar cost average, you know, to be safe, you know, and I don't overindulge, you know, like uh, with my prospecting. So I think it could go up, but like I do not like speculate it to have like these extreme upward uh you know like i think it's gonna take time you know i look at like uh let's say another year before it uh is my personal prediction before it uh, breaks 20k again you know like so i'm okay if i look at it like that i'm safe because i just keep on dollar cost averaging in and be safe with it you know yeah no that's that's not a bad idea um not obviously we're not trying to give people financial advice here but that's definitely a way to do it. So, so ETH is up, Bitcoin is up. What else is up, my man? Solana is hugely up, you know. But that's uh, also, you know, Solana's up uh, last. It's forty three percent. 
it was up 60 something percent. So, you know, it's retracing a little bit, you know, Cardano's up in the last seven days, 26%, but it was also 30 something. So that's retraced a little. So, uh, those two, you know, huge, uh, increases, but it's also with news that they've released. So just be careful with that. Lido, Lido goes up 64% in the last seven days. Uh, so these are all like pull type of coins, you know, like, so we're seeing investors, you know, Aptos up 52%. Again, all this is entertainment, do your own research and, uh, you know, don't spend your, uh, your monthly bill money on these type things. But yeah, we're seeing a lot of things that are like pulls and different things that are, are, you know, getting some good feel, but like anything else, anything that goes up might, uh, retrace avalanche up 15% last week. Uh, so yeah. And then, you know, a V chain, when you said earlier world of V is a great place for artists to check out. If you haven't, you know, like, uh, on the V chain, they do a great job as well. <clears throat> world of V is that, is that Gary, um, world of V is that Gary Vaynerchuk's, uh, blockchain? No, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Sorry. Uh, I had to go there, dude. I was like, wait a minute. Did he launch? Did he launch a chain? And I wasn't worried. I wasn't thinking. I mean, it, he he should actually just because his name's you know what I mean the Gary V chain, <laughs> or he should make a partnership with those guys at least something that's gonna. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and just I don't want to get negative, but everybody be aware that you know the chimpers yesterday got uh, hacked uh, their Twitter, so you know don't click. Be careful you what link uh, clink, what links you click. <laughs> And make sure that you're being safe out there and follow follow up with news and, you know, get into some good shows that uh, keep you updated on stuff so you don't uh, fall victim of these things. And always, always practice vigilancy in this space. Right. Hey, question to you guys. Like, tell me about the friendship bracelets. And then I want to talk about the captains. Like, go ahead. Tell me what, what's tell me who knows about the friendship bracelets. Anybody? Yeah, I do not know. I mean, I know the friendship bracelets are thirty-eight thousand two hundred and forty-four. Uh, if I'm looking at uh, on the blockchain, they say here uh, they were through Art Blocks in 2020. The artist is Eric Calderon, and it's uh, it says intrigued by the idea of representing uh, digital artwork in a physical world in a form of a physical object with meaning but no inherent value. So yeah, currently sitting at 0. 0.6, uh, total volume 7,258. Uh, yeah. I know they've had a lot of movement, you know, in the last yeah. uh, 10 days. Definitely. Yeah. It's crazy. People talking about it like crazy, at least in the channels I'm in, they were like, Oh man, I wish I had an art block so I can get the friendship. bracelet." I'm like, guys, just go buy the friendship. <laughs> just go buy one at 0. 0.6. Like, an art block. How much are those? Like, aren't they like over a hundred ETH or something like that? Like crazy amount of money. Pretty sure they are. Yeah. I mean, you can find some that were low, you know, like, and you're right. This was a snapshot for art blocks, which I love art blocks. And I love seeing a project like this do good. That was from art blocks because it's like, these are the type of projects, you know, like, uh, that need more focus on in my opinion, you know? And so, yeah, uh, big props for them. They're currently number two trending on OpenSea at the moment. Gotcha. So the captains are meme land stuff. So my question to you is, you said meme land had over 200,000, did you say 200,000 members in their Discord? 
Yeah, I mean that was a you know a while back. I don't. I'm pretty sure it's more by now. Yeah, but yeah. They have a big ecosystem for sure. They're part of potatoes and all that good stuff, you know. Yeah, but what is like? How did Meme Land come about? Like, what's the history? Because they there's no way they just came out of nowhere and all of a sudden have two hundred thousand like people inside of a Discord. What is? Yeah, that's a good question. I need to. I don't know the history. If anybody does that could come up, that would be great. But I don't know the history on Meme Land to be honest, because it was one of those things where I was already too over leveraged in certain areas. But I know they built very, very slowly. You know, like they, uh, they, they mentioned they came, and then I think they released the potatoes. If I'm not mistaken, such a weird, route. such a weird thing, dude. Sorry. Yeah, but. yeah, but they, <laughs> they, they slowly built through. Can't wait know, to like, get my they potato. Didn't, they didn't release too fast, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. But you um, look at proof, right? Proof is like just this is like proof. If you look at proof, proof is kind of in a sense like that. You set a base and then from there, you know, you build projects that you incubate on there. I think this is the same type of process, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. There's a, there's a lot of like incubators out here. You know what I mean? Like the proof definitely wasn't the first incubator, but they're, they're, you know, kind of like the, We'll see. I, I'm I'm assuming it's going to be like the Y Combinator of of uh, you know s- startup studios here, um, venture studios. So that they, you know these they're going to focus on Web three. So it's like it makes a lot of sense for them to like focus on being like a a really high quality incubator that like incubates like companies it, that you know it's like a fifty fifty that they work out rather than like a ninety percent that they don't. Yeah, to me, it's just like, uh, you know, an advanced copy of what, um, you know, you see, like you said, early, like with the punks and then, you know, punks had um, several other things that they were going through, like uh, the founders and stuff like that. It's just these type of things. Even yesterday, uh, the gentleman, Euler, whoever we had from Cool Cats, he has a what the labs thing and then they're doing their stuff so truth labs as well with uh i think uh that's goblins project. yep 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 so it's just these uh you know trying to you know like in you look at even go bigger and bigger yuga labs you know like so it's just like uh i think uh yeah definitely it's good to see you know um and it, it'll be interesting in the future when things like other side kind of sdk comes out does you see big projects kind of come together and build together. Cause that's my prediction that we'll see future is like projects that we never thought uh, merging together are going to build together through SDK and all this stuff. Yeah. So I'm looking at that project um, meme land and meme land comes from another project. Um, I don't, I've never heard of this company, but it actually the the company before the company that actually brought you meme land also brings you um you ever hear of uh super super c it's a uh, superior open c experience is what oh, it is oh yes yeah 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 that's yeah, the company that that's doing meme land the same people are doing that um the captains are meme land and um so is and meme land does uh Again, I'm looking at the company right now, and I'm like, oh, yeah, look at that. It's crazy. Yeah, so it, it, the before Meme Land, they did 9G AG. Um, yeah, it's a, and again, it's a Web3-focused venture studio. So, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Web3 venture studios, like, popping up now. And, I mean, I know of one that was even, you know, working pretty hard in, uh, like, May of 2021. 
So there's a lot. Like I think it's called there was one called Late Checkout, which is a, a Web three venture studio. Also, if you guys don't know what a venture studio is, like they get venture capital, um, they invest, they also build their own, they also build their own software. And so what they do is they they bring new projects, they bring new assets, they bring new things to like life, and then they they also bring people in, and they also work with those folks to actually launch a project and give them the clout they need to like be successful in the space. So all the like legal services and the, you know, basically the, the finances and you know, everything, every, every tool that a startup would need, it's basically an incubator uh, accelerator. So if you have a, a idea for a business and it's got a little traction, you can apply to an incubator and they'll accept you and give you a bunch of like assets, like office space for a while, work with them for like three to six months in real life. And then they like set you on your way and, on a course of success. So it's definitely an interesting thing, but mostly they focus on building their own assets and they just hire teams and they just like crank out new software and they hope one of those pieces of software like takes off or gets acquired by another company for like 10 X of what they spent on it. And then they can just keep launch, you know, keep launching new products inside their studio, spinning it out. And when they spin it out, someone can acquire it or other people can be, you could just like use, use uh, consumers to like, get memberships and then from there they you know become very successful companies a lot of companies that you probably know have actually spun out of like incubators and accelerators surprisingly enough um you know even airbnb came out of y combinator you know like um there's a bunch of other like really no well-known companies that you would you'd be surprised that like that actually spawned out of these these incubators and accelerators and a lot of those, a lot of those incubators and accelerators like go the way of the Dodo, you know, afterwards, like sometimes they make wrong bets. It's kind of, you know, they just, they actually theoretically speaking, like you could have a venture capital fund and try to invest and like, just like, here's my due diligence. Here's the money. Or you could hire an internal team and say, here's the roadmap. And like, here's the money. We're going to manage the money and the, and the roadmap and the software development team. So that we have a much higher likelihood using our connections, using our clout in the space to make our company, our venture um, studio successful because we have access to everything. The funds, you, you know, basically all the, all the people building all of the, uh, you know what I mean? Like every, every aspect of the business, like they actually help you build out. So like, there's no reason to not launch a venture studio unless you just want to just venture capital you know, basically uh, pump your venture capital into other businesses and then like, you know, take like three months, six months off and don't really do any more investing after that. So it's interesting. It's an interesting business model. It depends on how much you want to be involved in a, in building new companies and venture studios are, are all about building new companies and making big ideas like even bigger. And there are uh, venture capital firms that just get provide liquidity and hope that the team that they have that they weren't responsible for hiring. Um, I, they just hope that team does really, really well. So they could start. So they're, they're focused more on uh, developing new or they're focused on grabbing uh, maybe companies that made it like 60 to 70% of the way and then like redefining them? What, uh, they what do. Would... I think they do both, but mainly a venture studio literally builds from the ground up and uh, they build their own proprietary software internally. Um, because they're, you know, I've worked at a venture studio before where, you know, I was in charge of one of their businesses in terms of like, you know, like general, like 
I was the SVP of marketing and also like the general manager as well. And the job is, Hey, here's, here's like five of the companies we've like spooled spun out of the studio that we've now, you know, hired for and put them, you know what I mean? Like put certain budget towards and you hire a bunch of people to make that company successful. And it either does become a success or doesn't. And you could even find people like you could even find companies to partner with that then end up buying the company from that, you know, from the, the startups, the, you know, venture capital studio or startup studio kind of a thing. So it's definitely an interesting scenario where you can actually find like a fortune 500 company looking to get into like, let's just say the web three space and you build a web three, you know, company that actually matches what they're doing in the web two space a little bit. And you add value there and all of a sudden, bam, they get acquired for a lot of money and you get all your money back and you get to control the relationship and all that stuff where it's like, you know, you now can put the funds back into the venture studio and then start building new, you know, finding pain points, especially now that people are finally talking about community market fit. Like for the last 10 years, I've been talking about that. That's good that everybody else is now. It's uh it's critical to like find a community, build a community and then service that community with stuff that, you know, basically products and software that will help them. And then when you, when you're already servicing like a large community and a company is like, Hey, we want that. We want access to that community. It's already using that software. How much money are you guys making per year, per month, stuff like that per quarter? Okay, cool. That's how much your company is valued at. We're going to, you know, here's whatever amount of money. And then, Bam, they have a company that sells. They then take the team that was running that, basically running that uh, company for them, which were obviously part of, you know, part of that original team. And then they go, hey, can we take these people, put them over on another team now that we just like spun that product out and it's now owned by another company? Let's just keep adding more products, adding more software, and just keep building towards, you know, building a nice, a lot of nice exits. Um, So they have a little bit more control, I'd say. And, uh, you know, they're, they're a little bit more, I would say they're, I mean, this is just my opinion guys. So again, take it with a grain of salt, but all I know is that I would want to be involved too. I think, um, a venture studio is definitely a good collaborative space versus just like, an, uh, like, again, like I said, it depends on what you're trying to do in terms of VC. I think, uh, I would want to be involved in a venture studio over just a venture capital, um, fund for now, just because I like the idea of being a little bit more in the trenches and like helping, helping a team like build um, rather than just being an advisor and giving advice here and there. Anytime they, you know, they're looking for like trying to get advice and stuff. I think it's a lot better to just be like, Hey, let's like work on this together. Let's build a team around this. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why a studios, a venture studio is really good because you could do, you can do like all of it. You can, you can invest, you can basically incubate another another person's like company out or accelerate another person's company that joins your your studio and then you can build your own software and i think you know what i mean like it's a good idea to like diversify what you're doing if you if you're going to invest let's invest right here's a certain amount of money we will invest and then let people take it from there and here are some here are some companies we think are prime for acceleration and bring them into the accelerator and then start, you know, helping them with all the things that they, you think they're missing. And maybe it's a lot of organization uh, and process things. And then you, you know, after like three to six months, you send them on their way to make, you know, to get good success. And hopefully, you know, you advise them along the way. And then there's the other division piece, which is, Hey, 
this is definitely a pain point. Let's hire some team members and build this software internally and start spinning, you know, cool products out of the studio. So as, again, there's uh, three, I, I think there's three tiers there that could be leveraged and all three, all three teams and all three tiers, they all have a common goal of like obviously getting a huge ROI, but they all do completely different things. Like here's funds. We love your business model. Go, you know, go make it successful. Here's, and then there's the business model. Here's funds. Let's help you make it successful over the next three to six months. And then, you know, send you on your way with uh, good advisors and investors. And then there's the third tier where it's like, Hey, we're going to make sure this product we're building as a venture studio is going to be as successful as possible. And then possibly make a partnership with a fortune 1000 fortune 500 company and then get that acquired by those companies because they're already partnered with them anyway. So it's a, it's an interesting scenario and I, I just love the model myself. So who would have thought I would go off on a tangent like that? Crypt King, not me, man. Yeah, but it's important because we need, everybody needs to hear the other side. Like there's too much. Always we're talking about like, you know, it's great. We can sit in any room and talk about floors and this and that, but like yep. that type of talk right there, it's a value and it's educational. So it's needed. Yep. I, I think so too. But sometimes it's like some, I don't really like hearing myself talk all the time. <laughs> What's yeah, up, Ahmad? I say like Ahmed, uh, real quick, 26% up NFT market as a whole, uh, board apes to almost 20 million in one week they brought in. We're seeing lines like the dogs, the Zookies, like all of them are. So, and then across the board is 26%, even for independent artists, we saw ghost release on manifold. They pulled in $1 million, I think in 10 minutes, you know, like, so, uh, that was a manifold drop. So like real bullish across the board in the first 10 days of the year. So <clears throat> kind of crazy. What's up with Matt? How's it going, man? What's up, lovely people, you know, burning off an all nighter, um, well, coffee's deep. <laughs> Dude, wow. probably gonna make my one a fifth in an hour. <laughs> don't you want to take a? Don't you feel like what you wanted to take a nap right now? I mean, I, I do, but like it's like a, how do I say it? It's like it's not even a caffeine high. It's like an excitement high. And we were like working on proof of work of something overnight, and it clicked finally after like three weeks of bullshit. And now I'm just like kind of like riding off that energy of just like happiness. Um, Congrats, man! I'll, are you gonna just, take? Are you gonna like cut the day a little short today just so you can get some sleep, maybe? Oh no, I have a long day. <laughs> I won't be done probably until seven o'clock. It's twelve o'clock. So I got seven more hours to go at least. I'm going to the Bahamas next week for two weeks. So I'm Oh, like, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, fine. Exactly. That's you're gonna have two weeks to like, chill, lay in the sun, sleep I mean, whenever you it's want half, to. Half. First week I promised the lady to turn off my computer. Um, but that's fair. Week, I'll be I'll be there for work. So Oh, okay. So you got a week off. So Yeah. Yeah, that's good. A week off is it. a week off is a week off, dude. I can tell you, man, that's a nice, that's a nice little chunk of time. I haven't had a week off and whoo, I don't even remember <laughs> when, man, like I need to take it. You just reminded me I need to take a vacation. Like, I yeah, didn't... it's like, you know, but I'm so pumped. Started off the year great. I know I was on your space just before the year ended and we were going around saying what we wanted to do uh, for the new year. So I've gotten to spend more time with family so far this year. And I said that actually on your space. It's like, I think it was the last before the new year. You were going around being like, what do you want to do for the new year? Yeah. yeah or what was yep. So, but I can't complain, man. I'm, I'm pumped. It's going to be a good year. Modern. It's the modern museum, right? Is that what you're? It is. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I just never bring anything up because I don't want to disrespect anybody's um, space. Yeah. Give, it, give us the 30 second version of it though, real quick. And then we'll, uh, 
we can, um, we can go. A 30-second version. I haven't spoken about it on space yet. Uh-oh, <laughs> he doesn't have the 30-second <laughs> elevator pitch down. Come on, um, come on. It's a platform that's built by NFT users and people in the ecosystem rather than a platform solution presented by people that aren't in the space. That's my synopsis. That's interesting. Okay. I mean, I, I definitely know, I definitely know of some products that are being built by like web two people that have zero like knowledge, really zero knowledge coming into web three. And they're like, you know, they don't, they've never traded NFTs. They've never, they've never done any of this stuff. And I don't know, that's a good idea. I almost feel like you need to be immersed in the space for at least three to six months. I would say more like six months that really understand and pull, you know, like, and you need to be, I mean, I think you need to be an active trader. Like at, at some point you need to live, eat, breathe, like what these folks are doing. And you need to be in Twitter spaces on a regular basis. Not to say this is the only place de facto location to be in. I just think it's a very powerful place to be in. And they have to understand like how this, you know, how this space works because it's, it's, uh, it's very unforgiving and, uh, because it's retail, you know what I mean? Like this isn't like a, this isn't like a company where you get venture capital and then you come and talk after the company's successful. No one really comes and talks about a company that's not successful. Usually in the venture capital space, they're not giving talks on like, Oh yeah, we're totally failing. It's great. Come on and, you know, join. <laughs> it's usually, uh, it's usually the ones that already succeed. And then you hear of all these success stories and you think, Oh my God, it's a, wow. It's just like the, like the web and startup space and the tech space. It's like everybody's just winning. They're just printing money. They're, they're building billion dollar or a hundred billion dollar companies or, you know, crazy things that happens so few and far between, but that's why it's always on TV because people are like, Holy cow, it's such a big win. It's like striking gold kind of a thing, but you know, the it's so much work and luck work the right connections. Like it's just a, being in the right place at the right time, showing up on a regular basis, like super critical um, to get right. And then the stars align and then bam, you know, things happen. Go ahead, Ahmed. Yeah. And here, here's, here's some fun stuff to add on some alpha for you guys. Um, some things that we're trying to do, it's going to be 0% more. I'm staring at my light paper design release. So here's alpha for you guys in Lucas's space, um, 0% marketplace fees. Uh, we're introducing NFT rentals and IP marketplace an er, a transactor and loyalty program. And there's one thing in it that I know for sure is going to kind of flip everybody upside down. So I can't say it just yet, um, but it's definitely going to protect us all as NFT consumers and, and traders and, and community members of this space. Um, and it has to do with insurance. Um, oh, really snap. Dude, I was working on an insurance product back in August of 2021. And like the insurance, the three insurance companies I talked to at the time, they're like, we don't even have a team that would even understand how to see if this was like really an insurance episode or if it was not, you know what I mean? Like they just didn't understand how to like, they didn't have people, you know what I mean? Like in charge where they were like, yeah, this, this really did happen. You know, you lost, this person lost their NFT somehow, you know, um, they got hacked, whatever it is. Like, it doesn't really matter. How could we tell if someone got hacked or someone actually just like sold their own NFT and all that stuff. And then said they got hacked. You know what I mean? Like you just don't know. There's nobody, there's no expert in the space to say, yep, that's exactly what happened. Like nobody could do that, right? At the end of the day, it's like nobody could tell you that. So how do you get coverage? And that's the conversation I had back and forth with, uh, you know, the people that I knew that worked at insurance companies. And they were just like, yeah, 
it's not, it's not going to happen until we have people, you know, who do the things that, that the insurance companies do in the real world, um, do like basically to see whether or not, you know, they come out and like, you know, inspect cars. They, they come out and say, like, if someone gets something stolen from their house, they have, you know, homeowner's insurance, homeowner's insurance. Like you take pictures of all your stuff before, you know, obviously before the stuff gets stolen. Um, and you have like, you know, receipts saying how much that stuff was valued at as well. And that's how you make sure and have your stuff covered. It's like, and that's why, you know, that's the such thing as like why they have homeowners insurance. You get, you take pictures of it all. The hard part is, and it is on chain, don't get me wrong. So that makes a lot of sense. But how do you discover whether or not like, Hey, someone got hacked and had other stuff, you know, stolen. Ahmed, maybe you have an answer to that. Nothing that I can touch based on publicly just yet. I'm not supposed to be talking about anything just yet. My developers are literally staring at me as I'm, as I'm walking around pacing. Um, we're building a protocol, um, and we're—I can't say it's going to be called the Vault, but that's pretty cool. It's um, a method that we are trying to intertwine into within our platform and smart contracts as a whole that will allow us and our partner that we are partnering up with uh, to be able to provide this service. Something that's really, really cool. It's not even really like, you know, I guess this is one of my favorite things I'm so pumped for for Modern Museum is we're actually working on building an in real life museum for NFTs. Um, that's, that's cool. What are you using? Personal... What are you, what are you using for displays? Are you, are you, do you have a partnership with like, you know what I mean? Like a person that, you know, um, a caster of some kind, you know, like a NFT to be completely transparent. We haven't even gone anywhere close to like that aspect. It's really right now talks with like architects, designers, interior, all that fun stuff. Um, but I have to be completely frank with you. We haven't even gone as far as to kind of take a deep dive into what that's going to look like. Our whole like kind of consensus behind it and why I'm so giddy about it is my biggest thing with this and what I hope to do with anything I touch is to be able to like build Whoops, my AirPods died. Sorry, guys. Uh, we lost the mad. Oh, build, there he is. <laughs> uh, sorry, my AirPods died. Is <laughs> to be able to build something in real life where people can truly, you know, understand why we're all here and truly understand why we want to continuously be here and continuously elevate the space. Uh, and it's more for the consumer that's not so much a part of it. Um, you know, my mom, you know, my brothers, like, you know, people that aren't in the space. And I, I truly believe that I'm, you know, or at least striving to create something that will bridge a substantial gap and only create, you know, something new, something new, something people get excited about and a new experience for people to immerse in. Got it. Cool. Interesting stuff, man. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still curious. Uh, like you said, you're building a protocol. I mean, you're building, are you, does that mean you're building like your own chain? Can't say just yet. Well, kind of sounded like it was dude. If you're building a protocol, you're building your own blockchain. So that's interesting. All right, cool, man. Congrats. I hope uh, I hope that goes well. There's like so many, there's so many like chains out there right now. So I hope it works. I hope it works really well. I hope it's like super lo like low gas, low everything. And then people can just like be like, yes, yeah, sweet. Good times. All right. I've got nothing else today, guys. Like literally there's no PO app today. That's going to be tomorrow. Um, the more PO apps you collect in this space, the more you're going to have access to IRL things in real life stuff like events and other things I have planned this year. So make ready, keep collecting those PO apps. Yesterday's PO app was dope. I agree. I made it myself. And, uh, 
keep collecting them. And then those POAPs will lead to something else that will give you access to all these things in the future. So keep going. And uh, I think that's the end of the show. What do you think, Crip King and Mariana? You guys have anything else you want to add real quick? No, just go uh, buy art for the love of art and have a good time. It's 10 days in and, you know, we're still on an upswing. So try to be as my goal is to be as uh, get into as less negativity as possible. Yes. No negativity. We got enough of that already. Right, Crip King? Oh, way too much of it. So like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And if I, if I start getting in that swing, you know, like I, I'm, I'm enjoying, you know, the new year and new ways and new things. So let's go. Yeah, man, let's go. Anyway, that's it. Um, I'm wrapping up the daily bus today a little early. Love everybody that showed up. Thanks for being here. Crip King, you rock. Mariana, you rock. Ahmed, thanks for coming up. This is Lucas Bean and I am out. A screaming comes a thousand miles. It might be yours. It might be mine.